Welcome everybody to today's Skill Collector podcast. Uh, some general announcement, the podcast is going live on the blog and I'll be sending out a newsletter to all of the current subscribers. Um, feel free to subscribe on iTunes. Yes, we got approved. Ka-ching. Um, and a big thanks to our partners at SoundCloud who allowed us to use their beta of uh, podcasting functionality. So today we're going to be talking about stupid things that people think about food. Now, this is the kind of thing that if you give me a glass of red wine and tell me to start talking, this is guaranteed to come up. Why? Well, one, I'm a bit of a bit of a health nut. And there are so many people who think so many things that are so not true. Um, just to start with, my, my personal favorite and most influential, and especially in groups of girls that evokes a, a big round of, oh, really? No. Um, fat does not make you fat. Now, any of my friends listening to this are rolling their eyes right now and going, ah, here we go again. Well, good. That means that I got through to you. Um, in case you're not one of my personal friends, then the next time you hear me say is you roll your eyes. But for now, listen up. Um, what makes you fat has nothing to do with fat. It's just It sounds so beautifully logical, you know? Eat fat, get fat. It is not. There's no biochemical basis for that. Um, actually, there's a whole diet called a ketogenic diet based around the idea that eating only fatty substances uh, will keep you in shape. And it actually has some other benefits. I think it protects against epilepsy, certain types of autism. There's being research done right now. Um, but long story short, people who eat only fat do not get fat. Okay, fine. If you eat excessive amounts and really, really, really excessive amounts, yes, you will get fat. But think a second about all those foods that you think are fatty foods. Just just take a second to, to name some in your head. Just, just take a minute. If you're anything like the average person, the stuff you came up with were... I don't know, greasy steaks, uh, fries, uh, maybe crisps and chips for those in Europe. Um, well, really, those are not fats. Um, fries are not fat, they're mostly potato. Same for crisps. And a steak, well, it's not mostly fat, most of it's protein is carbohydrates, little carbohydrates. Um, so And, you know, you're right when you think that chips and, and fries, they, they will make you fat if you eat a lot of it. But that has nothing to do with fat content. Well, not on its own. The thing is that what makes you fat are foods that absorb very quickly. A little reference to my friend James, who hopefully will be listening to this. Um, what makes you fat, regardless of whether you're an athlete or a normal person, is how fast food is absorbed. Because if your body is bombarded with a lot of energy at the same time, it has to store it. How does the body store energy? fat. Um, so, so let's say you take a cup of sugar and you down it. You just just eat it. I don't see why you would, though yes, my girlfriend does sometimes take a spoon and eat Nutella. Um, but what happens to your body is it, it's, it gets bombarded with this energy and your blood gl glucose goes up dramatically. Um, now this doesn't just make kids hyperactive, but on the long term it'll make you blind, give you diabetes and all sorts of lovely stuff. Uh, so your what does your body do? It's very clever. It makes a substance called insulin, and insulin will store the sugar in your cells. However, if there's too much of, of sugar in your cells, your cells will go, well, you know, we've got enough. Let's store this stuff for, you know, some time when we don't have food, which throughout evolution was very useful. Uh, in our times of there's a store on every corner, not so much. 
So your body goes, all right, let's store this stuff, and, and makes nice little fat pockets. You know, and men, they, we get nicely beer belly. Women, they tend to get more around the hips. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's natural. Throughout evolution, it was useful, but we don't really find it desirable. Um, slower foods, however, so food that is slowly absorbed, first the energy gets used before it gets, before it gets stored away. Uh, so your body can actually use the food without having to make any fat. Now, what's with these, these mystical, fast, and slowly absorbed foods? There's something called a GI, glycemic index. Sounds very fancy. All it means is how fast food is absorbed. Now, low GI foods are stuff like fats, proteins, complex carbohydrates. Uh, these get absorbed slowly. Generally, they're good. Now, there are high GI foods. Talk about sugar, pizza. We're talking about the bottom here. I don't really care about the grease on top. Um, they get absorbed quickly. And yes, they will make you fat. Um, particularly for anyone trying to lose weight, read a book called The 4-Hour Body by Timothy Ferris. It is awesome. And I've promoted this book so much that the guy should really be paying me. Um, anyhow, so, so, so what kind of foods are high GI, low GI? So one thing I'll mention is that generally with fats and proteins you're good. When it comes to GI, I mean, if you have heart problems and stuff, don't go for the saturated fats, blah, blah. Listen to your doctor. Um, so yeah, they, they did an experiment at one point where they gave people the same amount of calories in fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. In this case, simple carbohydrates, sugary stuff. Uh, now what happened with the same amount of calories, the people eating the protein, they lost weight. And now that, right now, there's a lot of companies capitalizing on that, selling protein shakes for weight loss and that kind of thing. Um, the people eating only fats also lost weight. Now, I don't see any companies capitalizing on that just yet because the public you know, generally believes fat makes you fat. Um, interestingly, the group that ate only carbohydrates, sugary stuff, they gained weight. Now, this is on the same amount of calories, not the amount of weight or whatever. This is the same amount of energy. So really, it's fundamentally different in how your body processes it. Okay, enough rambling about getting fat. If you want to know what foods are high GI, low GI, in general, just if it was a plant, it's generally fine, except for potato, rice, and, and grain. Um, but, I mean, you can Google this yourself. And if you can't Google it, then probably you're not worth the information anyway. Um, sorry for my bluntness. I'm Dutch. I tend to pull that card a lot. Second thing, cholesterol. This is always a bit of a touchy subject. Um, I also have family members with high cholesterol, and you know, when I say this kind of stuff, I do tend to want to make sure that what I say is true. Um, but eating cholesterol does not raise your cholesterol. Now, there is a nuance in that. But go look it up yourself. Go, and I'm not talking about some shady back alley website blogs of the internet. No, go to the World Health Organization database. What's this, this, this weird organization? The WHO. You might have heard of it, you know, in the news. You know, gets quite a bit of subsidy and does, oh, I don't know, the biggest databases and research in the world. Um, but their data clearly states that there has been no link found between the amount of cholesterol consumed through diet and the amount of cholesterol in the blood. And I actually find the anti-cholesterol movement rather frightening because cholesterol, especially the eating cholesterol, is a good thing. Um, men, the men listening, 
You know where testosterone comes from? Well, that comes from cholesterol. In fact, I'm going to quote The 4-Hour Body, the aforementioned book for a second. If you want to have a boost in testosterone, all you need to do is eat a couple of eggs before you go to bed because, you know, that nice little center has quite a bit of cholesterol. And at 2 a.m., your body will transfer that into testosterone with all the happy benefits that has. Uh, don't do this too much. It's not a sustainable strategy, but it's, you know, it's a fun experiment with. Um, so in general, cholesterol does not raise cholesterol. Now, if you have some massive genetic predisposition, you know, always listen to your doctor. I'm just some random podcaster on the internet. And on that note, do your own research. Don't believe me. Believe science. Go look it up. Scholar.google.com. Look at the research. Read it yourself. Cholesterol doesn't raise cholesterol. Another third one I want to I wanna talk about for a second is one that's going to make a lot of younger people very, very happy. Alcohol. Now, alcohol does not kill brain cells. Uh, well, it is unless you open up your brain and pour 100% alcohol over it. That's not going to go over particularly well. But if you drink excessively, well, not excessively, if you drink... Okay, fine. If you drink relatively excessively, your liver is not going to be happy, but your brain is probably going to be just fine. thing is that in the original research, what happened is they took alcoholics and non-alcoholics after they died. They took parts of their brains, analyzed them, and looked at how many nerve cells they had per square centimeter. Or square inch, wherever you are, it's sort of, it's just a ratio. And wow, they found that the alcoholics had a lower density of brain cells. From this, they inferred that the alcohol must have killed brain cells. Now, this is something you see a lot in science, correlation, causation. They saw a correlation between two groups and immediately, you know, assumed that there was causation, that that was the cause. Uh, someone pointed out that alcoholics tend to be people who are of a lower socioeconomic status. Um, yeah, that was a bit problematic. So they did the research again, uh, and they compensated for this, uh, this problem in the difference between groups. Guess what? No difference found. It turned out that alcohol was actually not a factor. It was just that these individuals did not spend as much time in the educational system or stimulating their brain as the non-alcoholics had. Well, you know. Uh, in fact, there's even a benefit to drinking alcohol. Yeah, a lot actually. Apart from the fact that it's just fun and having a glass a day is relaxing, um, you actually live longer. No? Yes. Especially red wine is this effect. And, you know, there's a number of hypotheses about this. Uh, there's now a substance being researched called resveratrol that, uh, that has some nice side effects. Uh, health effects, sorry. Um, but even if you drink non-red wine alcoholic beverages, uh, they will help you live longer. Now, you know, again, there's a nuance in this. For men, two to three drinks a day, unless you're tiny or Asian. Uh, for women, one to two glasses a day. Um, as a fun fact, I'd like to point out that the Dutch definition of, uh, of alcoholic in the dictionary is actually um, that, <laughs> well, it's, I, don't, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was about four or more glasses consistently a day, students exempted, uh, because otherwise, statistically, they would have too many alcoholics. Anyhow, so we've talked now about um, fat not making you fat, cholesterol not increasing your cholesterol, and alcohol not killing brain cells. Now, those are three quite stupid things that a lot, a lot of people think, and actually even doctors sometimes think them. Now, don't, don't, 
believe that for me saying doctors are always wrong, no, do listen to them. But they are just human and also prone to thinking in traditional ways. Alright, then there's one last one that I'm going to discuss, and that is breakfast being the most important meal of the day. Actually, you know what, I'm not going to discuss that today. You can go ahead and if you've been reading Skill Collector, you've seen my references towards intermittent fasting. Go ahead and read it up yourself, because I promised this was going to be a 10 minute session and I looked at the counter and oh my god, we're at 12 already. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. If you're wondering what any of my sources and like to check if anything I say, well first, do your own research. If you get stuck, you can always send me an email. My email is on skillcollector.com. Um, if you enjoyed this, subscribe through iTunes. We got approved, yay. Uh, or follow us on Twitter or Facebook and we'll keep you updated. Alright, hopefully see you tomorrow.